I get to Yo, yo, we and we live. <laughs> we back at it again with Nas. Yep, Flash. Sorry for that little little interruption, you know? Nah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. So everything good? Yeah, yeah. Just that, you know, one of my customers came back. Okay. She needed some help with her phone, like, real quick. Let me help you out. Bye-bye. Okay. That's what's up. So what's your specialty? I know you said you're a manager. What? But you have, like, a special thing that you like to do at TNT? Um, I like to sell. <laughs> you're a seller? Okay. That's what's up. Well, I'm, I'm a seller, but mostly I'm a... Because there's a lot of people who have iPhones, mm-hmm. and then there's somebody unique like me who has a Galaxy. <laughs> you know, I like to push the Galaxy brand, you know. Like, I, I do anything Android. So if you got problems with Android, Galaxy, come to me. That's what's up. What's up? So what, what, what makes you like Galaxy more than iPhone? Um, iPhone is like a controlling girlfriend. You know, you get oh. with her. You know, <laughs> and in order for you to, like, you know, live with her, she needs you to buy an Apple iPad in order to hear her you need Apple AirPods in order to you know see her you need Apple glasses Apple TV like I love that man I love that you just sold you just sold me a phone you don't even know it just it right now (laughs) I don't even know it I don't even know it (laughs) yeah like just buy a Galaxy a a Galaxy I mean but you know what it's you know a lot of people love it's Apple is easy so easy Android and Galaxy much more you know Mm -hmm. a lot more compare a lot more think of you know what phone that really got me interested like really like psyched for a phone uh it was i don't know if they're still making it or it's in the concept mode but basically you could take out the parts of the phone and you could switch out yeah, the camera I heard about that. things like that battery uh, everything. yeah i heard about that i forgot the name of it but um i heard about it. it's actually just an international phone okay it's like a okay. huawei phone or something yeah you can't even buy it here oh like, okay I know it's a big thing in America. Like, they don't want foreign phones to be sold here. It's like, we don't, because they're it's afraid. A, it's BS. I mean, it's just a phone. <laughs> they're afraid they got, like, spyware or something, and it's, like, taking well, data or case, something. If that's the case, then eliminate the internet. Right? I mean, everyone has it. Yeah. Like, that That just makes no. It's like you saying, uh, hey, I'm afraid of, I don't know. Uh, Water bugs. I'm afraid of my car tire popping. Mm-hmm. And you have no car. Like, yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting you use that analogy because a lot of times you hear things like that on the news, and it's like they'll conf- they'll conflate the argument by using something that has nothing to do with anything else. Like, oh yeah, so shark bites have been up this week. You're like, what the hell does that have to do with with I don't like what does that have to do with the last topic that we were talking about? Well, yeah. you know, it's saying that this shark bites are up this week. I just want you to know that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, more like, you know, if, if we're talking about, like, I don't know, like water pollution and you want to be like, oh, but you know, sharks bite, then yeah, get the hell out the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that, what? that makes sense. He lost his arm today because he was swimming too far into the ocean and the shark came and bit his left arm. You're like, yeah, like, what are we going to do? Protest sharks now? We're going to protest sharks. Yeah. Fuck the shark. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's the argument that we have with like every serious situation here in America. It's like, we, instead of talking about the issue, like the dude going out there into a shark infested water, talking about that, we talk about fuck the sharks. It's like, did you like, miss? What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I mean, we could bring this to any, you could try this on any conversation. I mean, any, not any conversation, but any, whatchamacallit, any like major news like story. Try it. And I guarantee you that's exactly how they're going to be using it out as a test subject. 
that's that's how it is. I mean, because you know what, people don't like to get blamed. People don't want, don't like to no. get the blame or whatever, and be like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I fucked up. Like, nah, yeah, man, grow some balls. You fucked up. Admit. Like, check out these um these these companies, right? They, it was like Blackout Tuesday uh, earlier yeah. this week, right? And they're like, oh, we su- protest, we support everybody, you know, all that stuff. Now I'm thinking, like, okay, what's the next move? You know, what's the ne- what's the next move? If you if you're so down with the cause, what's the next move? I'm curious. You know what I mean? It's you know like, oh no, we're that, just man? we're just here. We're just here. No, I, I have I have um, what's that word? I have uh, an answer to that, right? And I kind of say that about um, and I, I know I'm probably gonna like people are gonna be attacking me for this, but it's only my opinion. Don't get don't go crazy. I get it. Blackout Tuesday. Everybody put their Instagram or Facebook. Even I did it. I put Blackout Tuesday. I did too. Yeah. You know, but like in a couple weeks, in a couple months, I bet you you're not gonna see that post. What do you mean? You mean it's gonna be like censored or something? No, I bet you people are just gonna delete it. Oh, I see what you mean. They don't want that on their profile now. They're gonna be like, "Oh man, you know, it was just at that time. It was just at that time. Like, that like it was time. just a trendy topic, you know, which is so wrong." Because, like, if you want to make, if you want justice, if you want peace, if you want to make a difference, mm-hmm. why not just dedicate one, like, you know, a day to your, to just go, like, to the black community and teach their kids, you know, or, like, play ball with their kids and, you know, show them a skill, something that you do, you know, maybe even have a picnic Just show them that, hey, listen, I'm white, I'm brown, I'm purple, I'm green, mm-hmm. but I'm still human just like you. Right. Yeah, this whole, seg- this whole segregation stuff and only pretending to be woke when it's convenient for you, that, that's got to stop. Like this yeah. woke, being woke at, when it's convenient for you is not being woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not. It's not. not. Bro, you, you and then gotta, you got to look, look at like, you know, like you got to really read and like look at issues and what's going on. And I'll tell you, I'll tell, I tell this everybody, everybody who wants to send me a picture on on Facebook or on Instagram tell me, hey, do you know so many white people have been killed by cops or so many Arabs have been killed by cops mm-hmm. or whatever, and they never protest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what a famous guy once said? And yo, Austin, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. If you don't get this within two seconds, oh, God. Yeah, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have a problem? George Carlin. Uh, no. Damn. I'm going right. to tell you who said it. I'm going to tell you who said it. Too. Okay, okay. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. A famous guy once said, and I quote, don't ever believe anything you've seen on the internet. And that famous guy was Abraham Lincoln. I'm going to stop you right there. What, what you, Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Was Abraham Lincoln around when the internet was made? I mean, there must be an Abe Lincoln out there now somewhere. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. What I'm trying to say, bro, is that the How internet, social media, is like mm-hmm. people can just go – I could, I can put a picture up of myself right now. Like you're this. right. And you know, just put in a meme photo, like right here, some words saying mm-hmm. Arab guy shot in car while looking at green light. Yeah. You know, yeah, for no for sure. reason. For sure. And I'm here. I'm still alive. <laughs> for sure. Like just to get you publicity, mean. you know, just to get publicity, just to get on social media and just trend it out. So yeah. that's the thing with people sometimes like. That's an yeah, illness, I man. It. I get it. You know, it's, it was terrible what happened. I wish I was there. Because if I was there, I, will, I don't care if I get shot. I'll, I'll go up to that officer and I'll kick him in the jaw. Mm. Or, or I'll pretend to be a paramedic and get his ass off of him, you know? Yeah. 
Like, it's, it's crazy because, yes, obviously other cultures get shot. You know what I mean? And yes, they only show one side of it on the news. Yes, those things do exist. And yes, well, I don't know if there's a yes to white people not protesting for other white people being shot. It might be because they're just not aware of the statistics or whatever the case may be. Or maybe they are. I don't know. Or, no, they, you know, I, are. like, you know, when something happened, like, I mean, I was in a protest for George Floyd and, mm-hmm. like, you know, I've seen so many white, white folks. Mm-hmm. So many of them, like, you know, just, like, even we had a Muslim protest and, like, by the Barclays Center. And I've seen so many white folks, so many of them just, like, yeah. coming to us, you know, protecting us, coming around us while we pray. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was like, yo, listen, this is yeah. – because deep down inside, no matter what color you are, how tall, how yeah. – what country, whatever, we're all human. We're all skeletons at the end of the day, right? Nas, I got two things for you. I got yeah. 9-11, hashtag okay. no offense. <laughs> no, no, you got it. We're cool, man. Um, and – like, where was all that shit during 9-11-1, right? Or the Iraq invasion, right? And then the second thing is, when are we going to stop calling each other white, black, this, that, this, this, that? You know what I mean? Those, those, those terms to me just, just they mindfuck me because it puts us in this bottle of like, oh, you're white, I'm black, you're Latino, you're Arab. Yeah. Okay, and it, and it gets us thinking like, like, we don't, like, we only live in those confines. And we don't. No, I get what you're saying. We live amongst each other. So it's like, when it's only convenient for us to to pick and choose when we get to be Arab or when we get to be you know Latino like I don't, I'm Latino every day you know what I mean yeah. I don't have the option to flick it off you know what I mean mm-hmm. so but going back to the first thing like where was all that stuff during when we when America right was angry at 9-11 I mean it was there there's definitely people who were supporting other people but you remember it was a yeah. lot of hatred it was a lot of hatred bro it was a lot of hatred a lot of issues a lot of problems going on i was only like what in third grade or fourth grade when it happened bro like i was young mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like i did not know what was going on i just thought it was an accident but then like mm-hmm. going by my neighborhood going to the mosque seeing the mosque broken seeing you know people on the floor seeing you know everything going crazy you know it kind of it's like damn you yeah, know exactly. and then at the end of the day like it turned out that 9-11 I mean, hey, listen, they're saying it was, it was planned. The Iraq war was to, definitely planned because they mm-hmm. didn't find nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if you want to put it this way, bro, at that time, Arab lives, Muslim lives mattered at that time. But now, black lives matter. That's the fucked up thing about it. It's, it's, it's not that, I'm not even going to say all lives matter. I don't even like the, the idea of what that entails, but I, I'll explain myself. But my point is that, Yes, Arab lives, life matters. Let's just put it this way. Life matters, right? And the moment that you get to pick, okay, this year is going to be Black Lives Matter. Next year is going to be Arab Lives Matter or LGBTQ. That's going to be their year. We can't, I don't understand how people keep getting sucked into, I mean, I don't understand how they do it. You know, they're being manipulated to think of these, like, okay, this is the quarter where we get to be upset about this. We get to be upset about that this week. And the next week we get to be upset because of that it's like like for example COVID-19 right a lot of people were upset about Asians right oh it's the Chinese people bringing these these you know these these wet they they have these wet markets and they come here and they give us diseases right that's been going on for hundreds of years of people saying that shit and not and there's no really like statistical data that proves that shit to any degree I mean maybe to some degree but be honest with you people travel all over the world today it's very difficult to understand 
how that works, right? Funny thing is COVID-19 came from Europe to New York, not from China. <laughs> this is the crazy thing. So the second thing is that you have people upset about this, right? And then what, a month later, this happens, right? We have a police officer killing a civilian on tape. It's not like he was like, oh, no one's looking. Yeah, like on tape, looking. you know what I mean? He, knowing that he's being filmed, kills this man, right? And now no one's upset about Asians anymore. You understand? You know, no one's upset about the Chinese people anymore, which is like, did you guys just forget that you were upset about this two, you know, a month ago? And that's the thing about us as, as Americans or as immigrants or anyone who's in the United States, for you to have that quick decision to be, okay, I'm angry one minute about this, and then two minutes later, I'm angry about that. That's not rational. It seems it's like not, it's not rational to me. It's not rational at all. What it makes, what it makes some people look like and I'm not talking about all people, but some people, it makes them look like hypocrites. Like, you know, they only, they only want to protest or, or do something when it's for them or benefits them or helps them or whatever the case like that. Yeah. But like, all we got to know is like, I wish a lot of people would learn about Islam, like about 9-11, about Islam, about everything. Because mm -hmm. Islam's the only religion that kills, that killed the racism. Like the race mark, it killed it. And it started like 1400 years ago. Like I was telling this to my manager, my manager right now that I'm working with, he's black. And we talk about this, like this whole thing going on, like every single day. And, you know, I, I told him the same thing. I'm like, listen, let me tell you something. Most, most Muslims are racist too. Like we're the nicest kind of people. Most Arabs are the nicest people, but we're also mad fucking racist. He's like, what, how, tell me. I'm like, Look, you can come into a store like a deli right now. You can be white, you can be black, you can be Spanish, you can be whatever the case is. You can go up to the Ak and be like, listen, yo, cuz, Ak, can I pay you back later? He'll be, most Arabs will be like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You can be black, white, purple, green. They'll be like, you know what? It's fine. Or maybe they'll say no this time and then, you know, they'll give you a leeway on a dollar or something and then little yeah. by little it builds up, you know? Mm -hmm. But try going to a to an Arab man or a Muslim, like an Arab man, I should say, mm -hmm. and telling him, "Hey, listen, I'm black. Uh, I want to marry your daughter." Mm, I see where you that's go. when the race. That's when the race card comes in. Mm -hmm. They might be like, "Oh no, I don't know. She's not gonna like you." Like, "Hey, listen, you know, me and your daughter have been talking for like two years." Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. Blah blah blah. This. That's where Arabs are mostly racist, and that's where that's where I wish most people will also understand. Um, not just, not like take every Arab's word for it. Mm -hmm. Like not just my word and be like, oh shit, he's right. And then they go to see another Arab and they're like, oh shit, no, Anas was wrong. To take, you know, our beliefs. For example, mm -hmm. the Prophet, peace be upon him, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. This happened around 1400 AD. Uh, so I'm talking about mad yeah. long ago. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this, the whole thing that happened removed the race card from Islam about putting in the race card right so i mean put it like this right let's let's use let's use me and you as an example okay say you're the founder of like a billion dollar company mm -hmm. billion dollar company you're you're a billion dollar spanish company right mm -hmm. a hispanic company and you got me i'm the only arab over there working right. right and there's something like you need to go on the news and talk to people about how you're gonna make more and help everybody who are you gonna put on the news me or you but you. you. You would put me, right? I would put my workers, yeah. 
yeah, you would put your workers on how to change. So at the time, at that time of the prophet, right, um, it was a time for prayer, time to call for prayer. Mm-hmm. So, and to all the listeners out there, I know you guys probably heard the call for Adhan, the Islamic prayer. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all the companions there were just waiting, sitting down and waiting for the prophet to get up, to call prayer and get mm-hmm. ready to start the prayer, right? And mind you, everybody over there at that time were like brown, you know, brown, mm-hmm. my complexion, whatever. Mm-hmm. The prophet picked a slave. His name was uh, Bilal. Mm-hmm. He was a black slave. He picked him. He said, he said, it's time for prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, Bilal, go call the prayer. Mm-hmm. So just put it that way. He, he basically said, you know, told a black member at that time, Mm-hmm. Like, listen, you're you're the most important person here right now. We're gonna connect you with God. Like, you know, we're we're gonna allow you to call God and let God know that we're it's time to pray, and you're gonna lead us. Mm-hmm. So it completely just threw out the race card right then and there. Right, and this is something that's practiced through this, like you said, through the song. This is this is something that's practiced due to Islam, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if you ever, if you guys ever go to a mosque, if you ever see on the news. Or whatever they always show you the bad things that's going on in the news but if you guys ever go to a mosque you're gonna see a black guy standing next to a white guy standing next to a homeless guy standing next to a janitor mm-hmm. standing next to a millionaire standing next to you know a disabled person yeah and at the end of the day it just goes to show that the only thing that matters is humans the human race that's it it's not about black white brown green purple whatever the only thing that matters is the human race like we need to be there for each other we need to be able to be like listen austin you're going through something i got your back don't worry oh nah something happened back home i got you you know oh there's been like ice agents came to take some people nah we're not letting them leave exactly you know like there's a cop over here on a like hitting somebody or doing something like to an african-american mm-hmm. you're either gonna step up and go tell the cops to get off his, to get off of him yeah. Or we better call 911 and get an ambulance here to get over here. That's mm-hmm. another thing that bothers me is, like, there should be a federal law that puts, mm-hmm. like, paramedics ahead of cops. Because right now, it's cops ahead of paramedics. Like, uh, an officer could come. I could be dying on the floor, bleeding to death or whatever. Yeah. And an officer could just come in and be like, no way, I, ha- I need to get his ID. I need- we need to make sure he has no weapons. Yeah. We need to make sure he's doing be good. dead by that time. Yeah. yeah, we need to make sure there's no drugs. Yeah. Like, here's a, here's another thing, too. To just speak on, like, police side, too. It's a crazy-ass job. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, I notice a lot of, like, anybody. There's good and bad in every group. And I know police as a, as an, a concept. Police seems pretty cool. I like the fact that if there's some, some shit going down in my neighborhood, I want to make sure that I feel protected by, you know, someone who cares about the neighborhood. It's the folks who don't care about the neighborhood that I'm concerned about. Folks yeah. who don't care about who they're policing necessarily, and they feel like they, they have this entitlement among the people that live there. That's the issues that I have with those folks. And I mean, whether or not these people, yeah. yeah, wherever these people have the, the training too is also in question too, because it, it makes me wonder, like, are these folks being taken care of mentally? You know, we talked about um, mental health earlier. You know, I'm thinking like, do they get training in mental health? You know, do they have kind of like, I don't know if you remember the show Sopranos where he was talking yeah. to the shrink the whole time. Yeah. Do they have these programs or support groups for these people? Or is it just hush hush? You know, like you just deal with it on your side. 
I know they have a great, you know, I, I was told or read somewhere that they have one of the highest rates of suicide. And it makes you wonder, like, we should take care of these people. You know what I mean? We, we should invest in these people because they're the ones policing us at the end of the day. Exactly. But hey, listen, let me tell you something. Like, I got friends who are cops. I got mm-hmm. family who are cops, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I know them. It, don't, it doesn't, like, there are so many bad apples. But, like, here's, here's an example I gave, I gave um, one, uh, one of these mm-hmm. trolls on Instagram who want to talk about, you know, fuck cops and fuck everybody and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I basically told them like this. I'm like, yo, check it, right? Mm-hmm. I own a 100-story a hotel, right? A 100-apartment hotel. Mm-hmm. Out of 100 people, like, 20 people don't pay the rent. Mm-hmm. Am I going to go burn the entire place down? Am I going to go destroy the entire place down? No, that's your, that's your problem. Am I, I going to kick out everybody because 20 people didn't pay? No, you'd be a fool. Yeah. I'm just going to kick out those 20 people. But check this out. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the, those same trolls, right? There's also a group of people that say, hey, you know, we could use that troll mentality, right? And de- start defunding police. Because, you know, there's special interest groups out there that they they will they would like to like some groups that might be trolling right or or like a real troll like say someone who's like really anti-government right yeah. or anti-police they have a blog they got a certain amount of followers right they make a petition whatever like same way anybody else would do it say that catches some fire and if you notice across the nation there's a lot of places that are calling for a lot of states are calling for defunding the police and I'm starting to think like yeah I know some places are overfunded like they got military grade equipment and you know that's scary. But at the same time, can that money still be utilized for healthcare for these people or to better training? You know what I mean? Can we, like, it's already there already. Can we use that money for something positive? You know what I mean? Can we do, you know like, police? With, um, you, know? you know what it is with um, police? Um, is that there's a, there's a thing with cops, right? So say police raid my house and they find, like, a million dollars and they find, like, a million dollars of drugs or whatever. What happens is if I get if I'm guilty, you know, which they're gonna hire get a a prosecutor to get find me guilty, mm-hmm. all that money that they found, all those drugs that they found are now police asset forfeiture. Like it's all the cops' things. Like they get to use that money mm-hmm. to buy new equipment, you know, get more sick leave, get more insurance or something for their for so their it's work. profitable. It's profitable. Well, you mentioned drugs. In this case, the drug game is profitable for them to, to have exactly. a crime on drugs. The yeah. money game, like everything. Like the drug wars that happened in the 80s and 90s, like black folks, you know, that was racism against black folks too and Hispanics. They would arrest somebody for having a dime bag of weed and like $100 in his pocket. They'll take the 100 they'll keep the 100 They'll take the dime bag, throw it out. And next thing you notice, they're out in a bar drinking with that dude's $100 bill. Right. That was you know, the, the, the main idea, I think, in the very opening scene of New Jack City, where uh, you have yeah. um, Wesley Snipes saying to the, the judge, he's like, you know, the government brings all this stuff in, right? You don't get mad yeah. at them. And he's trying to get off. And it, and it was funny because that was a movie back in like early 90s. But people watch it now and they're like, oh, shit, there's actually evidence of that. You know what I mean? And, and then you start, you start opening your mind just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little more, a little more. And you're like, okay, well. What's the new thing that's affecting us now? You know what I mean? You know what I think the best thing to do? Honestly, like the best thing to do. And I had this idea for like the past or whatever. Because I mean, it goes down with my job. Mm -hmm. So basically what happened. All right. So put it this way, right? So 
like I'm over here, I'm in my store, right? I'll have a secret shopper come in. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I don't know is, you know, secret shopper, they'll come in. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, hey, I'm trying to get some phones, blah, blah, blah. Like, tell me all these questions and concerns. And mm-hmm. if I don't answer them correctly, or if I give them some bullshit answers, or if I'm like, yo, I'm too lazy for them. Mm-hmm. Five minutes later, they pull out their AT&T name tag. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Like, I fucked up. So I think with policing, one, we can't just say defund police or get rid of police because then guess what? We're going to have bigger problems. I'm going to think I'm more powerful than you. You're going to think you're more powerful than him. Mm -hmm. Down the line, we're all going to be fighting, shooting, killing each other. I think the best thing to do is, like, for example, New York City Police Department, right? Maybe once a month, maybe like, you know, Mm-hmm. once every other whatever mm-hmm. take one take one of the captains from the new york city police department mm-hmm. and send them to pennsylvania and have them go to pennsylvania police department mm-hmm. and be over there and not work but be over there and just investigate and just look what's everybody doing how do they handle this how do they handle that what's going on you know if you see like hey listen you know in pennsylvania they're taking people out of the cars and throwing drugs in the car you know, one, you can go and report that to Supreme Court and whatever and get those cops fired before they even do anything. Hmm. So police the police. That's what you're saying. Police the police. Exactly. Police the police. You can have somebody from Florida come all the way here to New York, hmm. work in a New York precinct for a week and just say, hey, listen, OK, they're doing so well when it comes to accidents, when it comes to cars, when it comes to bringing people in. But you know what? They're fucking up because. Every day, there's always a there's always a fight in the same neighborhood, or there's always a fight on the same corner. You know? Interesting perspective you got there. I mean, I mean, I don't know if that's ever been done before. To be honest it's with you, it's never been done before. No, mm-hmm. it's never been done before. That's that's or, quite interesting. You know, or even like it could even be in state. Like you can have an officer from Queens go visit a prison yeah. in Brooklyn, and just and here's the thing: they don't need to know. Like if me and you are cops right now, and I'm coming to visit your prison. You know, you'll get an email saying, hey, uh, uh, you know, uh, what, a volunteer is going to come work with you for a week. Mm-hmm. You're going to think I'm a volunteer. So, of course, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want. Right. It don't matter. And then that's, that's, when I get, yeah. that's when I get to police you and be like, listen, you know, I've seen them do this. I've seen them do this. I don't think he's fit for the position. Yeah, that's a good that's a good evaluation right because over time it's like a car right you devalue over time right you get so caught up in the job you start cutting corners you know you start you know maybe you might be influenced by something maybe going through some hard times getting paid i mean these guys don't get these guys and women don't get paid well you know what i mean it's like it's like teachers it's like what are you doing this is the, you're policing the future and you're also educating the future and there's really no money in it so people who are really getting involved in it are really, hopefully, they're getting involved in it because, you know, they care and they want to help their community. But okay. later down the road, you know, at what point does that person kind become corrupt? That's the part where it gets, a little, that's the part that gets scary. And, you know, and then having this such negative reaction towards your own community, it's, it's devastating for that community and for your, if your own well-being. Because this guy now, the guy who committed murder on live, you know, um, you know being filmed, his life is over. His you know, life is completely over. Yeah, if he goes, if he goes to jail, he's gonna get. He's getting beaten up every single day. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not gonna have a pretty life for the rest of his times here. He's gonna have to like do those movies where they change faces or something. I don't know. But the thing is, too, the reason why I bring up him, and the reason why I bring up that particular individual, there's a lot of hate against this guy. 
You know what I mean? And hate only just fuels more anger. It feels this like, at the end of the day, I want to know what this guy's story was. I know he had other issues in the past with people and he's got off the, you know, he got slapped on a wrist and stuff. But like, it's like, can we turn around that dude? Imagine that dude, right? Becomes like, like you said, someone who's able to investigate corrupt shit. I know it sounds crazy, but like, what if we were able to reform somebody? Like, it does not sound crazy at all. You know why, bro? Because the FBI does that almost every single day. The FBI will find a computer hacker, you know, somebody who hacks shit, somebody who's able to hack banks or, you know, put whatever on anything. Right. The FBI will find them, mm-hmm. arrest them, take them to jail for like a day and be like, hey, listen, do you want to spend 30 lives in prison or do you want to work for the FBI? Mm-hmm. It's like, catch me if you can. I'll work for the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I'll work for the FBI. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm down. Like, hire me. Check this out. Gang members, right? When they no longer start, when they're no longer doing game bang anymore, they come back to their community. Maybe they, 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 maybe they found religion. Maybe they, they just found a better way of living life. They realized, you know, my life wasn't good before. I want to change up. They come back to these communities and they start doing what? They start talking to the younger generation. Hey, not just telling them not to do stuff, but just talk to them, share their story. You know what I mean? Little things like that. And, you know, I think a lot of them are legit. I think a lot of people just have that guilt, maybe, or just trying to repent or just trying to, you know, just be a better being, you know, human being. I mean, hey, bro, listen, the one thing about humans is we are so easily influenced, mm-hmm. so easily influenced. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can tell you right now, hey, hey, Austin, do you know, and this is a lie, hey, Austin, do you know Zoom is sponsoring, you know, guns? And you'll be like, oh, really? They are? Blah, blah, blah. And then you're never going to use this platform again. Like, that's how easy it is. That's how easy it is. You can so just, imagine all your friends are saying it or your state saying it. It's easier. Yeah. It makes it easier, for sure. It's easy for you to be like, you know what? They're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, my, my whole thing is I believe for change to come, we must, one, we must fix ourselves that's number one we must fix ourselves mm-hmm. and we must like dedicate like we we got to dedicate like a day like one day like a sunday a saturday or whatever where it's like listen forget about us mm-hmm. let's go let's go to the park and you know set up a table and have you know teach kids something mm-hmm. or let's go to a basketball court and group all these kids together and get a game going and give rewards and give prizes mm-hmm. or Let's go to a let's go to a nursing home and just talk about people and get their story about how life was in the fifties and sixties, you know. Mm-hmm. Or even better, let's go to let's go to a school mm-hmm. where most kids are cutting class or you know mm-hmm. doing drugs, and instead of them doing drugs, let's show them something else that they could do. Right, another way, like a yeah, like an alternative. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. so it's not so left and right. There's so many exactly. ways. Like listening, there's so many ways. Like listen. Like, and it's just one day. Because, look, you can come to me right now. Like, I can be, I can smoke weed for a living, you know? Like, mm-hmm. every single day I'm smoking weed, yeah. which I'm, I'm pro-weed because pro- weed is medicine. But anyways, <laughs> I like, I could be smoking every single day and I'm, I don't like it. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel no motivation or anything like that, right? You can come to me on a Sunday and just be like, hey, yo, what's up? What's your name? Manas. Oh, hey, that's what's up. Why do you smoke every day? I'm like, oh, I just like it. I feel, I think it's cool. I think it's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. What makes you smoke? Uh, sometimes I'm bored and I just want to get high. Oh, that's what's up. That's cool. That's cool. Yo, did you hear about this new place that opened up? This new arcade? We, we got to go check out the arcade. Mm-hmm. Or we got to go check, check out the park over here. They're having an event. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we got to go by the water, by the beach. We're going to play football or volleyball. 
Mm. You know, I see what you mean. Set up a trip, set up an event, you know, Mm -hmm. because by the time, by the time I'm over there playing ball, you know, with the group, with everybody and, you know, them giving me advice, telling me stories, telling me this, I'm going to forget about weed. I'm going to forget about drugs. Yeah, you have a good time. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be like, "Ah, I want to smoke. And then I just go on my phone and I get a text message from the same guy or the same girl. Hey, Nas, how you doing? You know? Just checking on you. Let me know. I know you got school today. Let me know how your classes go. What's going on with homework? Mm-hmm. You know, if you need help, just send us a piece of your work. We'll help you out. And guess what? Today at five o'clock, we're having a raffle at the park. We're gonna be, yeah. we're gonna have a smart raffle today. We're gonna have asking people questions about math and giving away gift cards, right. or asking questions about you know health and giving away stuff. We need that. Touch and go, mm-hmm. touch and go. We need to reach out to people who have such threat. We definitely need that because when you don't touch and go, when you show somebody, like a lot of people sometimes they live in, a, in, a, in the life that, you know, they're lonely mm-hmm. or like they're here by themselves. Yeah. Like, they have family. You know, you have family, I have family, mm-hmm. but like family can go only a long way. Yeah. You need, you know? some, you need some outside interaction. You know what I mean? You Different like-minded individuals, you know. Yeah, exactly. You need that because that will also influence you. That will be like, you know what? I used to do drugs before. This guy came into my life and got me off the drugs. And now, and now 10 years later, I'm over here playing ball in the park and I see a kid in the corner over there trying to light up a joint. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit is going to hit my mind. Like, yo, listen, yeah. you were that kid one time. Remember what you went Full through? <laughs> you know, remember, remember the money that you wasted. Remember the amount mm-hmm. of times you get you got high remember the amount of times you got in trouble and this kid is just starting his life right now doing it maybe you should stop him right now you know give okay. him some advice Good and point. yeah you know at first you know they might be like nah you know f you yeah. don't come talk yeah, to me, don't know me blah 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 yeah all right cool cool bro i don't know you the next day you're gonna see them there again just mm-hmm. like look at him be like yo what's good kid how you doing mm-hmm. third day you're gonna see him again fourth day you're gonna see him fifth day fifth day he's gonna see you and he's gonna be like hey what's up exactly and then that's when it starts. That's when you start like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, you know, drugs is bad. You got to do this. Like, yo, let's do this. What do you mm-hmm. like to do? You know what it is too in us? Uh, a lot of people are impatient. They want fast results. They want to see that kid get reformed or that person get reformed overnight. And like you said, it's a process. It's not, it's not overnight. It's a big process. And people just need to know how, people need to know how to spread love. Because, you know, mm-hmm. spread love. It's the Brooklyn way. <laughs> <laughs> I can throw that in there. Hey man, we're from Brooklyn, so it's cool. <laughs> we we from Brooklyn, but yeah, bro. Like you know, I'm I'm glad we got on this podcast, and you know, we got to talk about. I was gonna talk about just the health reform, but I'm glad we got to mention this too because this whole racism going on and health yeah. issues going on or whatever, it's mm-hmm. it's really time for us to just be like, fuck mm-hmm. it, it's time for a change. Yo, we're human, man. It's I mean, it's hard to stick to just one topic. You know what I mean? I'm. I call myself the king of tangents because people say I never stay on one topic, but I think we did pretty good today. What'd you think? <laughs> nah, we did pretty good. You know why? We spoke, about, we spoke about two pandemics that are going on in this world right now. <laughs> the health pandemic and, and racist. the racist pandemic. <laughs> That's what we spoke about today. So we covered two birds with one stone. Yeah. Yo, it's been a blessing to, to have you on. Thank you for reaching out. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, power to Instagram. I mean, I'm not trying to kiss their ass, but... Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay.
I mean, I said definitely, but we're definitely gonna be on another show another time. Anytime. Yeah, for sure. If you're, yeah, you're always welcome, man. Just hit me up. You want to do one of these again? We could do it. Okay. Yeah, you definitely will, bro. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you do your thing because I know you're going in and out. So <laughs> time for me to finish my lunch break and go in. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, man. It's, it's been right, a pleasure. Bro. I'll let you know how everything goes from here. Okay. Yeah, definitely, man. All right. Peace out, man. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.